Chris. It's my birthday episode, so I get to write the intro. Hmm, what should I make Steve do this year? Hmm, I got it. Steve, read this out loud, please. Yes, sir. I, no, no, I'm, I'm not going to do it. Chris. Chris. Steve, you have to. It's my birthday. Nope, I don't care if the Helens shock me until the day I die. I will not say what's written on this piece of paper. Chris, please, Steve. No. I'll do anything you want. Read this piece of paper for your monologue. I... Okay, well, first you gotta read your paper. (sighs) Fine. Chicken parm is not the most delicious thing on the planet. (laughs) Chris. Chris. Okay, it's my turn. I'm Chris, and I'm the worst piece of shit on the planet. Fuck my mom, and fuck my dad, and fuck my siblings, and my cousins. I hate everyone, and I hope everyone dies. Yeah, I'd say that's a fair trade-off. Happy birthday, dude. The Review Chris. Chris, that's funny. Thank you. Welcome to the Review Universe, everyone. I'm Chris. I'm Steve. And this is a podcast about two Chris, Chris men who have been hired to review everything in the universe. I'm sorry. I was distracted by literally anything else. Why? I'm not that engaging to you? Uh, 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 what about the time I, that I engaged I to you? Well, we should talk. What? I think we should uh, continue our plan to elope. Okay, good. I was going to say, what law... Stops a man from being married to both his the love of his life and his podcast co-host. Is there one? What? Is there a law that prevents that? No. That's exactly what I'm saying. Oh. Like, they say, you know, like, a man and a woman, sure, you can't be married to two separate people, but it does not specify podcast host or not. Uh, it's all about what's not there. And that's my whole of the loops Good for jo- the week. Good job, Founding Fathers. Way to, way to look out for your future podcast host. They should have known. They should have known. And Hamilton? Yep. I mean, there's. No, I'm surprised there's not a rap about this. <laughs> you somehow activated the, uh, uh, the robot in the room oh. that said there is no active call. The robot in the room that was not me. Yes. Steve, we're through with our month of spooky horrors, um, the Rabooniverse. Mm-hmm. How did you think the second half of the month went? Oh, uh, gosh. If I could summarize it in a world yeah. word. A world word? In a yeah. world word. Uh-huh. Uh, it, well, I guess earthly comes to mind, but that's, that's bad. It's kind of good. Yeah, but it's like a world word. I didn't want to like actually do that. Right. Summarize the second half of the month in one word. Yeah. Um, sterling. Mm, it was pretty pristine, I got to say. Yeah. Oh, oh, you're talking about the guest. What? You're talking about the guest? Are you talking about the bird? Or are you talking about the, the adjective? There's a bird called a sterling. I think so. Oh, Starling. <laughs> oh, well, that's close. Yeah. That, really? What? I just didn't know that. You have a weird, like, I know I have a weird knowledge base, but you also kind of have Well, I, I mainly know this because of most things in my life, a.k.a. Futurama. Um, oh. There's a joke where uh, I think it's a... Uh, I think it's Fry who's like trying to distract Leela or the other way around. Oh, yeah, it's Leela. And she goes, look, a starling. And Fry goes, really? <laughs> what was that? That was the thing coming down the tube. Oh. Yes. Well, that came pretty early. 
Yep, that's I wonder why. You usually, you usually cut me off. Right. When when well, it I wasn't mean, a cut off. I had the, finished my thing. The tube. Uh, well, maybe my tube's a little more polite than yours. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm starting to smell some sort of food item in the tube. Mm-hmm. And I know you're you haven't eaten dinner. Correct. And neither have I. Correct. Do you think that has something to do with the promptness of the tube for this I think episode? It, it might have a little of an impact. <laughs> how <laughs> how pained are you right now that you you we have all this food in front of us and you can't eat any of it until we've set it up on the podcast? Uh, <laughs> it pretty, bad? pretty pretty seven out of ten. Is it like that dog meme where they're holding like a pizza in front of his face and he has those the eyes are so wide? Yeah, and he's I'm, just staring forward. Yeah, that's I, I feel like a hungry puppy right now. <laughs> it's not a puppy in the meme, but that's fine. I'll let it slide. Well, I would know that if I was able to eat. Listen, it's my birthday episode, Steve. Um, and as is tradition, I get to choose everything we do for the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, this year we've already had your birthday episode. I think we watched SVU. Yeah. And what else did we do? Uh, I don't really remember. Oh, we got my Subway sandwich. Maybe? Oh yeah. That's right. We walked to Subway and got your sandwich order. I forget um, what else we did. Uh, anyways, it was fun. I think it's always pretty fun. But uh, for my episode, I have picked a movie for us to watch and a bit of a special thing for you and I. The fact that that's only two things tells me that the movie we're going to watch is wild. I genuinely um, don't know what it is. Yes and no, honestly. I, I think I could talk about it for a while, but I think this is going to take a while, this first part. Oh. So it's called... Eating our way through the Taco Bell value menu. Oh, and we're reviewing this? <laughs> uh, yes, we are. Okay, what's our unit of measurement? Every episode, we set up the unit of measurement. Unit of, oh my god, I'm so hungry too. Uh-huh. The unit of measurement, it's out of 100 blanks. In this episode, I choose 100 chicken porms. Okay. <laughs> Which Sorry. is the Steve's pronunciation of the word chicken parm. I've never said it that way in my life. Uh, I think you've never not said it this way. Chicken porm? <laughs> No, chicken parm. It's just, it's just I, you just well, you've definitely said it the exaggerated way because I've made you say yes, it. Yes, but be, because I hate you. <laughs> I do like the the way you say the exaggerated version. Chicken parm, chicken parm, chicken parm. Um, so yeah, we're gonna eat our way through the Taco Bell value menu. I think there are eight items on the menu. Killer. They're all a dollar, and um, <laughs> uh, should we just go through the way uh, it is on the website? Like in that order? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay. Top to bottom? Yes. Uh, first up, then, we have the. Oh, yeah. A Diet Coke because. We need something to drink with it. Yeah, we're going to. It's going to get um, Unit of measurement. Sorry, I forgot oh. about that. I thought we were doing cheek and parms. Oh, yes. That's how hungry I am. Oh. <laughs> we talked about it 20 seconds ago and I forgot. <laughs> and it was also a food related thing. Right. Um, okay, so uh, first up is the Beefy Fritos Burrito. Oh, okay. That is. Um, a seasoned beef, nacho cheese sauce, seasoned rice, and Fritos. Did we each get one of these? We do. Okay. 440 calories. Oh, that's cool. Hey, <laughs> hand me some of that uh, saucy there. Oh, you, we also have a Taco Bell fire sauce. But we'll, even though we're hungry, we're going to restrain ourselves and take just like one bite of Sensible each. Sensible bites. Yes, because I know not everyone wants to hear us fucking slobber Taco Bell down our throats yeah, for 40 yeah. minutes. Only he's already done it. So... Steve, I know you have a, a scale, and the scale is whether things are gub or not. Mm. Um, so actually, I'm changing chicken porms to gubs. Okay. So it's out of 100 gubs. Um, um, and you just took a bite of a, your Taco Bell. A way too big bite. Okay. Mm. <laughs> that was a pretty big bite. You took like a fourth of it in your mouth. Yeah. Um, Sorry. So we No, no, it's fine. <laughs> we got this about 
uh, I would say half hour ago, maybe. Yeah. And Taco um, Bell notoriously does not hold up well. No, has it held up? Actually, yeah. Okay, is the Frito are the Fritos still crunchy? Yeah, they are. This is good. I mean, for a dollar, you can't beat this. It's solid. It's got like I don't know beef Fritos. <laughs> uh-huh. All the goods. Is there uh, is there rice in this one? Yes, I love it. I like to- uh, Taco Bell rice is great. I think this is the best ta- uh, value menu item mm-hmm. for for value wise. Rather, this is only a dollar. Mm-hmm. That's wild. Yeah, it's it's good. So it's not necessarily the most delicious thing because that's the jury's still out there. But I think it's the most value for your dollar. I would agree with that uh, so far because we've only done one thing. Right. <laughs> I think it's also just like Taco Bell has this way of making things that are so obvious. Just really good. Yeah, well, like I mean, that. of course you fucking put Fritos in a burrito. Why, why, would, why like wouldn't you? like putting potato chips on a sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. But no one's really ever done it before. Before Taco Bell. They literally were the first people to put Fritos in a burrito. No if one's you ever... believe you put a Frito on a burrito. On a burrito. <laughs> that was good. Man on the Moon. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, that's an odd choice for the Frito burrito. Well, because I was thinking the first people who did it also, maybe we're the first people on the moon. Oh, I don't sure. know why. I would go. My if you is... like Frito burritos. Oh, that's good, too. And putting sauce on the plane. Taco. I, I think you can put. Okay. So that was good. Yeah. Um, was, uh, I think I... for the for what it is, it's gub. Yes. A dollar burrito. Well, I think also, I think we talked about this on like one of our first episodes ever, but the... I think putting the rice in the burrito makes a big difference, too. It's wonderful. And it's so easy to do now on the modify screen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a huge game changer for Taco Bell, where, you know, like a a computer up there, and you can swap things out. Mm. And no one... Which you could probably always do before. You you could know. Or I was too anxious to. Like, I don't want to sit there and, like, swap things out for 30 seconds, you know. Well, then I'm ordering. You're then the guy. Then you're the guy in the line. Who's exactly. Like, uh, but now I can spend as long as I fucking want at this one of these screens and be like, yeah, I'd like a uh, jalapenos and extra sour cream and a little and bit. My of five dollar box is now sixteen dollars. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Basically. Cool. And you can swap out like regular tacos for Dorito Lo- Dorito Lokes. Yeah, uh, and Supremes and Chicks. And, Although um, isn't chicken. Steve, uh, soft or hard? Yeah. I have to ask. Mm-hmm. They've recently discontinued. The fiery Doritos Locos Taco and the cool ranch Doritos Locos Taco. How do you feel about it? Really? Yes. Wait, what? Yeah. Th- those are the only two they had, right? No, there's the only one left is in the nacho cheese one. Wait, why? I don't know. If I, if this table wasn't bolted to the ground, <laughs> yeah. I would flip it. I know. Uh, you're, you're trying fact, right now. Tra- uh, oh, boy. Ouch. You shit your pants. A little bit. That's, That's fine. That's Get the hose. Um, why? I, I think they just must not have been selling well. Hmm. I also think it's because they don't tell, like, the the regular Doritos one came, like, automatically with, like, certain meals. Mm-hmm. And they never told you you could swap them out. Uh, to be fair, for a long time I didn't know there were others. Yeah. So they didn't advertise them as well, so no wonder mm. they didn't sell. Assholes. I gave that Beefy Fritos burrito 83 out of 100 gubs. 74, 77 out of... I feel like I always start at 74. <laughs> yeah? Why? I don't know. It's just an easy number to say. It's also fairly... That seems fairly low for you for Taco Bell. Oh. I guess there's... It, you can go way up from here. Yeah. 74 out of 100 uh, gubs. Okay. Um, so the next one we have is the Shreddy... Sh- <laughs> shredded mm-hmm. mini... Chi- oh, my God. Shredded... 
Shredded chicken mini quesadilla. <laughs> I got it. Shredded mini chicken quesadilla. Okay. They're tiny little baby quesadillas with shredded chicken, chipotle sauce, and a three cheese blend. I have had this before, I will say. You've recommended this to me before. It's very good. These can't come in little foil containers for some reason. I'm a little worried about opening this one. What do you mean? Because it might have it might be sticky. Oh, no. They did a good job. What did you What did you think? I thought it was going to like stick to the, the foil and like rip it up. Oh. Wh- why? Because it's been in it for a long time. Oh, sure. Yeah, like we were saying before. You just don't trust Taco Bell, but I'll tell you right now, you should. Well, have you have you had this before? Yes. As per your recommendation, I got one one time yeah. and did eat it. Um, are you going to eat this one? Yeah, I'll go first. Okay. So Chris just took a bite, and he put it in his mouth, and now he's chewing it. Um, Yeah, this is good. This What I like about this is, again, it's a dollar, and it's just like... Oh, man. Their shredded chicken is wonderful. If you've never had it, yes, and it's usually the most expensive thing. Like if you want to get a taco with shredded chicken, it's like way more expensive. Oh yeah, it's like a two bucks. But for more. some reason, this is a dollar. Yeah, and it's great. The cheese sauce it's is great. Like, yes, the cheese sauce. So I'll tell you my favorite part. It's that fucking chipotle sauce. Mm-hmm. I didn't even put fire sauce on this. I just eat this plain. It's it brings the th- whole thing together because the chipotle sauce is like super creamy. And it works really well with the chicken, and then the cheese on top of it melts, and it yeah, it's really really good. It's the perfect dollar menu item. I would say it's a little uh, value for your dollar, though a little worse. Oh, the burrito, yeah, it is kind of small. It's very small. It's totally worth a dollar. I I would agree. Yeah, but I guess yeah, to your point, that beefy burrito, like I would pay two dollars for that. The beefy burrito, yeah, I know. Oh, um, God, this is a hard one for me not to finish right now. Yeah, that one's very, very good. Yeah. Do they do this with other meats? I don't really know. I've never seen it with another meat. I've only seen it with, could. with chimkin. I bet you could do it with, like, a, I don't know, ground beef. Yeah. And th- that's, like, like the, the dollar menu should be basically the like the thing you get and then you're like oh i just want to add a little extra thing on top yeah and this is the perfect little like, like cherry like, on top put a little tomatoes in there you got like basically a mexican grilled cheese with tomato yes yeah. and it's, there's stuff something that's so weird about taco bell's menu where it can be so cheap and it can be so expensive at the mm-hmm. same time where you don't know the you taco- taught me how to not spend a lot of money at taco yeah bell. <laughs> you have to go for the five dollar boxes the combos by themselves usually are a trap where you'll spend like three or four dollars more getting mm-hmm. a, a combo where like you can get like three Doritos Locos tacos for like eight ninety nine, or you can get the five dollar box, which has the specialty item and two Doritos Locos tacos. So it's like what, Your what Taco the fuck? Bell menu knowledge is so <laughs> weird. But also, I'm getting there. It's not that I do eat there a lot, even though I do. It's just that this is how my brain works in general. I'm just obsessive about saving money and like, and not like in a cheap way because I. Definitely, am not cheap. I don't know. These two, these chairs are made out of toothpicks. Uh, that that's because you stole from a restaurant. Well, that's more because used. that's more because I have been taking a toothpick crafting class in my free time. Why so, would you tell me about that? You know, I care about. I have life. a life outside of you. Yeah, I know, and I care about it. And I would. I'm just surprised you wouldn't have told me. I just want something, some uh, things to be separate. Do we have a streak going on? on of you burps. That was away from the mic, though. But still, <laughs> I just wanted my, uh, my life to be outside of you. Some things. Okay. Well. Is that enough? Good luck with that. Thank you. Von Voyage. <laughs> That's a little better than the Fritos burrito taste-wise, mm-hmm. but the value, I think, bumps it up the burritos, the Fritos one a little more for me. I think I have... So what's your number? 82 out of 100 gubs. See, I think I, I kind of like this. I have a little chip on my shoulder with this one because I told you about it. Oh, sure. So it feels more personal to you. Because, like, I never get to tell you things about Taco Bell. <laughs> 
Like, I was surprised you hadn't had it. I was like, oh, there's no way Chris hasn't, hasn't had this. I, I, like, don't really, this? I don't frequent the value menu very it's, often. Well, yeah. Well, now that a Taco Bell exists in my neighborhood, I've frequented a lot of things. <laughs> You've uh, fucking gone up and down that menu, haven't you? Yeah. I, I, I like those rattlesnake things that they made for Oh, me. yeah. It was like jalapenos and fries. And steak. The... Oh, yeah. Yeah. You like steak. I like steak. Um. He said it! Yay! Do, 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 do. <laughs> it's his catchphrase. Yep. Um, what do you give it? Oh, uh, this is like an 80 out of 100 goes okay. for me. Still lower than me. Weird. Yeah, it's very good. It's just, like I said, I, I agree with you. Taste, yeah. Like, I don't know. I just want it with tomatoes. Now I'm, now I'm pumped. Tomatoes? Yeah, I want to add tomatoes to it. Do you usually add tomatoes? It's like a grilled cheese and tomato. No, I, I know. It sounds good. But no, I, I never I have. Oh, okay. I, I never thought of it, I guess. But, but now you kind of thought of it? Now I think I'm probably oh, going to. That sounds kind of good. I'll let you know. Uh, hashtag modifiers, hashtag 10 cents. <laughs> yeah. They do charge for everything. Yes, it's fine, though. I, I get it. I, I added beefy Fritos. I added onions one time and jalapenos. Like it, well, it was like 20 cents because no. each thing is like 10 cents, but it, it was great modifiers, by the way. I'll tell yeah. you that much Yeah, right use now. the modifier button. You idiot. Use it. Or if you're not, like, the only time you should be ordering straight up from Taco Bell and not using modifiers is if it's, like, a, a like a quick service, like, in a food court. But otherwise, you should be mm. ordering through the app and picking up because you don't have to wait for shit. Well, you still have to wait. Uh, not if you did what we did. We waited for, like, maybe 10 seconds. But we still waited. I mean, <laughs> what walking to Taco Bell is still waiting for, for Taco Bell. Technically, but yes. but we would, be, we would have been doing that otherwise. No, so, no, we just optimized our time. Yeah. But we still waited. It wasn't immediately ready because we used the app. What about the Little Caesars Hot and Ready? Is that a new thing? No. What? I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's just those pizzas you can buy for five bucks. Oh. Anyways, uh, next up we have the Cheesy Bean and Rice Burrito. Oh. Did we get two of these? No. Oh, cool. Uh, I've already split it in half oh, for us. thank you. Um, this has beans. Ugh. Nacho cheese sauce, creamy jalapeno sauce, and seasoned rice. Refried beans, no less. So, uh, yes, this correct. is very heavy. Even though it's half a burrito, like mm-hmm. I think this weighs a pound. <laughs> it's, is, it's very dense. This is a vegetarian favorite. Is it? Um, here's some sauce if oh. you want it. I think, oh shoot! Can't see. No, I couldn't. I'm gonna take a bite. Yeah, go for it. I feel like I probably had this at some point. Like this is a good thing to add Fritos to, right? Or onions? Yes, maybe. Okay. Have you had this before? No. I don't think I have. Hmm. Okay. It's a little... We've talked about this before, but there's like a five-layer burrito, which is like beans and meat and... Just missing something. It's just all mush, and it all mushes together. This does a little bit better of a job because there's rice, rice, Mm -hmm. which breaks it up. Yeah. But I can't taste the two types of sauces in there. Can you? Not at all. I I would say... This needs modifiers. Yes. Onions, I think, would be great in here, as I just said. Um, I just want to see... I want to try that... I want to taste that jalapeno sauce. It's not in there. Open her up. Start licking that tortilla. <laughs> Ew, no. <laughs> you you told me to do it! You have to make a noise. What? You didn't have to make a noise. That's what I do every time I, I, I give it give it hearty licks. That's true. That this you is request. just kind of whatever. Yeah. it's. This is what I would expect to be on a dollar menu, mm-hmm. meaning the other things exceed my... This is just like... Oh, sure. Here's a bunch of cheap things in a thing. Charge a dollar. I mean, and they have like a big vegetarian menu because anything can be vegetarian for Taco Bell. You Even just swap. The well, you just the swap steak. the the protein for beans. That's it across the board. I guess that's true. I was so, giving you a hard time. But, it's yeah. No, it's like 
legit. Now they actually have a, they finally have a specific dedicated part of their menu to vegetarians. Really? Yeah. Have which you is had cool. it? No. Right. You can do like a black bean crunch wrap, uh, which oh, I think that's is new. Being good. Yeah. Crunch wraps are great. I love crunch wraps. This is a very solid 50. Yeah, that's where I was going to go to. 50 out of 50 100, 100 gubs. Yep. Right down, um, right down the pipe. Not much else to say about it, really. It's really, it's, it's the most boring thing so far. You're right, though. It does need modifiers. Yeah. However. But there, there's, there's promise with this. Like, I think yes. you could make this very good. Agreed. Um, speaking of the most boring thing on the menu. Me? Uh, you're not on the menu of Taco no. Bell, are you? I, no, but I would be the most boring thing on it. Well, I think you, this one might take the cake. We'll <laughs> see. Um, it is the cheesy roll-up. I ate the rest of the bean burrito. Yeah, I know. I saw you. <laughs> I didn't have anywhere to put it. It is literally the three cheese blend wrapped in a tortilla. And that's it. This looks like something a, a, a babysitter makes for a kid. Oh, yeah. Exactly. This is just like a Mexican, quote unquote, Mexican grilled cheese. What do you think? Fire sauce in this or not? I think I think you should take your first bite plain. I think okay. you should have it as plain and natural as possible. And I I can't imagine this being any sort of decent. That's exactly what you think. Is this cheese and tortilla? Yep. Yeah, that's exactly what it's it is. Fine. It's fine. It's cheese and tortilla. Yeah. It's, I don't yeah. understand why. I think a lot of people do like this a lot, though. It's a good snack. Yeah, but just get a fucking bean and cheese burrito, the last thing we had. Why we, this? We split this, just to, to be clear. And I think half of this is more than enough. It's also about one-eighth of the size of the burrito we just ate. Very tiny. So what do you think? Bang for your buck? No. Hmm. It's like we're paying so much more to get so much less. Right? Mm-hmm. It's literally just cheese melted in a tortilla. Although I'm sure kids love it. <clears throat> I'm sure they do. Because Does Taco Bell do kids meals? Mm-hmm. Is it that? I don't think. It's probably that. They have like toys anymore. No, I don't think so either. That's a good I don't question. I Taco Bell ever had toys. I think they did. I'm sure they did. Yeah, I think back then you had to. The 90s, that was basically the only way to do it. Yeah. Very weird. I'm wondering why it's still on. It must we sell well. An, we should do an episode on kids meals. Um. Again. Yeah, I love I love doing that. We should do a round two. Yeah, get get some other because uh, we only went to burger places last time, right? We did Burger King, Wendy's, and McDonald's. McDonald's. Uh, and this time we'll go to KFC. And remember, Pizza Hut had kids meals, like really good kids toys. I remember. I never went to Pizza Hut. Why? Because I am from New York, where pizza is good, and you don't go, don't go to Pizza Hut. Did you see the new item menu item on Pizza Hut's menu? I certainly did not. Cheese its. What? Giant stuffed Cheez-Its. That's cool. That sounds pretty good. Like, you dip them in marinara. They're like very large square uh, mozzarella sticks, but with Cheez-It flavor. Is it actual Cheez-It brand? Yes. Oh, partnerships. Cool. <laughs> brand uh, energy. Steve, is... could you please go get a fork while I introduce this next item? <laughs> yeah, but I'm also going to say that was a 24 out of 100. Oh, so. yeah. I didn't even rate it. Yeah, that's it's pointless. Maybe for kids, but that's the only saving grace for me. I'm going... Uh, 25 out of 100, maybe. Um, so the next thing on the value menu was cinnamon twists. However, the Taco Bell we went to did not have them. I'm severely upset. Do you like cinnamon twists? Yes. I feel like it's a lot of Taco Bells don't have them because you need like a deep fryer in order to make them. Does this Taco Bell not have a deep fryer? I don't know, but it's uh, it's very often not on the menu for Taco Bells. I've God, they're so good. I'm going to rate those anyway. 100 out of 100 gubs. Really? Uh, 80. Um, they're pretty good. I think they're a little too much for the me. The fuck is that? 
Um, so I swapped it out for another item that's not on the value menu, but in the, on the sides menu that okay. I loved. They are cheesy fiesta potatoes. Okay. Which are seasoned potatoes, nacho cheese sauce, and sour cream. That's exactly what it looks like. And it's a big pile of, of potatoes. Like hash brown potatoes. Yes. Have you you've had this before? Mm-hmm. I think you like it. It's I delicious. Think you like it. He's gone in for seconds before Steve's even had firsts. <laughs> hey, Mikey. He's a he's hogging it. <laughs> he likes it. He really likes it. He won't give it up. It's a little too much. Why does he like it so much? Oh, good lord. He's bathing in it. Mikey. Oh. Okay. Uh-oh. Steve seemed to enjoy it. The sour cream is good. Yes. You can have the rest. I think a little over or underrated their sour cream. I agree. That was, you, that was good. You said I can have the rest? Yeah. Because of my birthday? Sure. It's your birthday? Um, <clears throat> It's always my birthday. Okay. Uh, In my yeah. heart. Go ahead. Have the rest of those. It's um, like a good breakfast food. Yeah. Yeah, sure. It's on the, it's on the sides menu. Mm. So um, I... Uh yeah, I fucking love it. Okay, what um, when did you first have these? Um, where were you? I was in the back seat of a, a seventy six Chrysler with my high school sweetie. We had just gotten out of the Big Bang Ball and we were uh, cruising along the lane trying to find places to. You can just tell me if you don't remember to smooch. So we stopped at the uh, local neighborhood Taco Bell. Both of us were a little terrified of having ethnic food, but oh we made a <laughs> what? I said, oh God! <laughs> but we made a, a choice to broaden our horizons more than one way that night. So we shared some Fiesta cheesy Fiesta potatoes in the back seat of that Chrysler, and boy, oh boy, was my mind blown, and other parts of me as well. Like, like, so that was my first time. Oh, with okay. the cheesy fiesta potatoes. Do um, <laughs> you Jesus. asked? I did. Uh, yeah, I don't really have anything to say. <laughs> Are you about okay? No, <laughs> did I'm I fine. Hurt you? You, you also somehow got sour cream in your hair. Did I? Yeah, that's impressive. I'm, I'm impressed. Where is it? In your hair. Where in my hair? Ah, uh, that's up to you to find out. <laughs> did I get it? Yeah, you did. <laughs> How the fuck did I get it in my hair? I. That's an excellent question. I think I was getting so uh, into torn into the throes of passion of my story. Yeah, that you're twirling your hair with a fork like yeah. Ariel from Little Mermaid. <laughs> yep. A doppelganger. What do they call it? What? No, they call oh, it... oh, the fork? Yeah. I forget. Wow. Thank you. I don't... I'm not very familiar with Little Mermaid. I've maybe seen it once or twice in my life. That's surprising to me. Yeah, not not really my type of movie as a kid. Now what do we eat? Well, what do you give it? Oh, um, 40 out of 100 gubs. Uh... Oh wow, that's low. It's just kind of fine. It's kind of fine. It's just kind of. You fine. had a good reaction. You're like, mm. I was surprised at how good the sour cream was. Oh, okay, was it just the sour cream that tasted? It was the good? mix of the sour cream and the cheese. The potatoes were just kind of on the okay. I thought the potato, like the seasoning on the potatoes, is pretty good. That's fine. That's um, sixty-eight out of a hundred for me, Gubs. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't know. You're, I'm. I would never have guessed you to rate Taco Bell so low, pretty much across the board so far. Yeah. Are you just in a bad mood? No. Because my birthday, the attention's not on you. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah, you're so tired of this attention. You, I'm tired. I'm tired of you getting all the attention. Well, fuck now, you. what's next? Okay, god damn it! Next up is a spicy potato soft taco. I think I'm also just still hungry and eating oh, one really? at a time. <laughs> is that upsetting to you? It's, it's just. It's not upsetting to me. It's just like, why do I have to wait so long? 
Because we're yeah, talking about stuff. So this is a, So these are the same potatoes that were in the uh, thing we just ate. Okay. Plus chipotle sauce, cheese, lettuce wrapped in a soft taco shell. Interesting. Have you had this before? Um, I don't know. I, I think I, maybe. I, think I, have. I, mean, I feel like I've had things with potatoes, but I don't think it was I'm going to add fire sauce to the second half of the item. Okay. And then try the first half by myself, because okay. I think it's important. Well, yeah. I will let you... Um... Oh, I go first? Yeah, I mean, it's already halfway in your mouth there, sucker. I can see this being okay. I like their tor- their flour tortillas, I think, are good for their mm-hmm. soft shell tacos. Okay. Is Give it a try. Okay. I'm going no no fire. I didn't go fire either there. But I'll go sure. it later. Okay. It's very okay. I'm sorry for not... Um, yes. It doesn't mm. taste like much. It doesn't. I mean, obviously, it's potatoes in a taco, so... It tastes, it tastes like a breakfast burrito. Right. Without eggs. Yeah. But, like, I feel like, don't they have, like, the fucking nacho fries? Just swap those out with fries. I feel like it would be much better. Think so? Yeah. Still potatoes. What's the difference? Well, that's, that's, I think that's my point, is they're both still potatoes, but <clears throat> one would be much better. You I think really the fries like would taste. nacho fries. Oh, they're fine by themselves. Okay. I would not go out of my way to eat them. Mm. But they're, if they're included in, like, a box, I'll be like, sure. Okay. But I think, that, like, inside a taco or burrito, those fries can be good. Did you put the sauce on it? You know, I don't usually use the Diablo sauce, but oh, I did you use here, the Diablo? and it's really good on this, actually. I think uh, Fire's the best of their sauces, Absolutely. but I do enjoy the Diablo from time I, I to time. I don't usually do it, but I, I just felt like, let's, let's try it. It's and good it on really the potato? Good. I think it just kind of goes along with the some? whole... Yeah. I think there might be a little left in here. I think it goes along with that whole idea of, like, this is like a real breakfasty salsa and a real breakfasty thing. Is, do you consider the Diablo on a breakfast salsa? I guess. I didn't know that until right now, hmm. but I don't know. I think it, it made it considerably better. Yeah. It's just good. Um, I think mostly across the board, though, the sauces improve <clears throat> the items. They are great. We should make Taco Bell sauce one day. Oh, I'm sure they have yeah recipes online. Yeah, I'm sure they do. That's why I, I, I said, said that. Should we make it a, um, a bonus episode? Yeah. If, if uh, Is that up to us? These, I don't know where we are. Yeah, we have, con- we have partial control over the bonus ones. We can't control the I fucking... Just make, make like fast food sauces? <laughs> like Big Macs? Yeah. Why don't they t- sell that shit in the store, you know? They do. Big Mac sauce? I mean, it's just Thousand Island dressing. No. It's Russian dressing. I did not ask if they sold Russian dressing in the stores, because I know it... they do. I asked if they sell Big Mac sauce. Okay. Very specific taste. I think we should move on and eat the next thing, because I think you're still a hungry, grumpy boy. You don't think the that Russian dressing and Big Mac sauce taste different? I mean, a little bit. I think they taste significantly different. There's so much fucking preservatives and shit in this McDonald's sauce that makes it taste completely different to that's, me. That's fair. Anyway, that was, that was better than I thought yeah. it would be. 57 out of 100. Um, gubs. I was going to go 61 out of 100 gubs. Yeah, um, with the sauce 57, without it, like 40. Oh, okay. That really elevated it for you. Yeah. What is this? This is... Oh, my phone shut off. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> I was looking at the items that way. Um, it is the spicy tostada, which uh-huh. is beans, chipotle sauce, cheese, lettuce, tomatoes, red sauce, Ooh. on top of like a crispy tostada. This is very big. Yes, it is. For a dollar, it's very big. It's the biggest thing on, uh, that we've had so far. Have you sure. had this before? No. I have. You have? I have had this, so I'll let you go first. It's very thick. Oh, this is also God. one of those things that we probably shouldn't have waited 40 minutes to eat. This mm-hmm. one's going to be a lot better right off the... Uh, I don't know, however they cook this thing. The the tostada is already mushy. Your 
mustache is so disgusting right now. Don't look at it. It's Don't filled, look at me. It's filled with cheese and sauce and just everything. Oh, it is so mushy. Yeah, you got to eat this thing fresh. But uh, I'm going to get in there. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, I definitely have way more sauce on mine than you do. I think you do. I wonder why. They pegged me as a sauce boy. It must have. Even though they had no idea which one you were going to take out of there. They knew. You think so? Yeah. If it wasn't mushy, the bottom part, mm-hmm. um, and it was crispy, I think it would be much, much better. It's just an open taco. Yep. Can you get me a napkin? <laughs> Straight no. back under the clock? No. Please. Re- really? Oh. You said I'm disgusting to look at. <laughs> I said your mustache. Yeah, but that's part of my face. That means I am, right? I'm a disgusting boy. He's taking his time. He seems to be limping. Are you limping? Oh, okay. <laughs> From your toothpick chairs. Well, yeah, they poke into your, you know, they, they do... Um... That's not bad, though. No. This is this is definitely better fresh. As someone who's had this, this fresh. This is such a s- short shelf life. This is less than an hour after we bought it. Fresh? This is like a probably a 75. Okay. Right now, it's like a 45. Cause... Yeah. I was going to go up 45. Yeah. Um, but like all the ingredients are good. It's just, you got to eat it right away. Agreed. Yeah, that's kind of a bummer because it looks it looks like the best like thing. It is. It's wonderful. This is a good thing to layer some fire sauce on. Oh sure. Honestly, at this point, you almost just roll it into a little hard yeah, shell burrito. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> hard shell burrito. Which I might oh, do. Weird. That might be their next menu item. Hard shell burrito. Don't you think they could make that? I'm sure, they could. Yeah, that's interesting. I dare you. Me? Make it. I wish. Loser. Can we? What? Quitter. You said loser and quitter. I, I, yep. My least favorite friend. And my only. <laughs> okay, we have one item left here. Oh, boy. Um, and it is the triple layer nacho. What are the three layers of nacho, Chris? Because it looks like just one layer of nacho. It is uh, beans, red sauce, and nacho cheese. Uh, they, I can see they took great care in making this one. <laughs> in in sh- assuring the even distribution of all three layers. Um, as they as they always do with these dollar nachos. Oh, Okay. We both um, went at the same time. Yeah, that's fine. Mm. I really like their chips. I don't. You don't like them? No. They have some weird taste to them. Like some weird, like, I don't know what the taste is, but. They taste thin, which is like thin? a weird thing. That's the, that's what they, they just taste thin. <laughs> I guess you could say that about the opposite. Like, you, things can taste fat. Yeah. Eh, they're okay. What do you, have you, you've had these before, right? You like, like, I never eat the I chips. I never get the I nachos. Get the, I get. So when you get the $5 boxes, sometimes they come with nacho chips mm-hmm. and, like, dipping sauce. Mm-hmm. I eat that. You also I put will... the fire in the cheese. Correct. I would never, ever buy the nachos, though. Would you buy, like, the big box nachos? No, absolutely not. Why? Because that's a waste of your money, I feel like, for 5 bucks, Like, you can get so many better things and so much more for your money mm. with that. And it's just not that good. Yeah. These are just kind of really boring. This is another like neutral dollar menu thing, but also just not very good. Sure, <clears throat> I, I think know. it's. I think. Uh, I think I just like the chips a little more than you, so it'll give me a bigger. We have thirty-five score. out of one hundred. Wow. Oops. Yeah. You're pretty much very negative about all this. Yeah, I guess. So I the like. best one was the beefy Fritos. Oh my god. Wow. He has folded the tostada in half and took a bite. Yep. It's kind of scary to look at. Link it. So your favorite thing was the Fritos? I guess it was. No, my favorite thing was the quesadilla. The oh, chicken, sure. Shredded sure. chicken quesadilla. We started, started big. Started high. 
Well, they probably order it by popularity. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it basically went down and down and down. Yeah, that's fair. Um, what was your least favorite thing? I think either the nachos or the potatoes by themselves. Probably the nachos. Wow, f- cheesy Fiesta potatoes, you thought. Oh, that's fine. No, that's care. my second least favorite. I don't care, Steve. Okay. Then I don't know. Didn't hurt my feelings at all. That's why you would have asked. <laughs> um... Well, I give the nachos, uh, I don't know, 42 out of 100. Mm. Not not fantastic. Yeah, only just okay. Does this just make you want regular Taco Bell, or is this enough Taco Bell for you? I think this is enough Taco Bell. Yeah, it was quite a lot. Yeah, we had, more than I thought. We had eight items, mm-hmm. or multiple items each. But I guess that wraps it up now, doesn't it? I guess so. Now what do we do? That's it. Oh, okay, bye. Nope, just kidding. Aye, aye, aye. Um, so we have a movie up next oh. from the director of Mad Max, all the Mad Max movies. Okay. We're watching a two- 1998 movie entitled Babe Pig in the City. Okay. Okay. <laughs> have you seen this movie before? Not it's in, not in like It is the years. sequel <clears throat> to Babe. Oh, I know that. Um, it is written and directed by George Miller, who is the mastermind behind all Mad Max movies, including the new one, Fury That's Road. Insane to me. Yep. Um, and you think, why would he, what is he doing directing a kid's movie? Um, let's talk in 90 minutes, and then things might be a little clearer. Okay. But this is one of my favorite movies of all time, and I think one of the most underrated movies of all time. Really? Yep. Huh? And you'll see why after the break. Boop, 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 I'm going to break your leg. Boop, 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 boop. Crack. Yay. Yay. We he did. found the city. He sure was a pig in it as well. Oh, babe. He sure. And the pig. Wink. Wait, wait are you. You know it, what I did. I, Don't are you talking it. to me? Yeah. Aw. Shut up. I'm babe. Yeah. Does that mean we're Sunny and Cher? <laughs> are, which one are you? I'd be sure because she's taller. Yeah, but you look like Sunny. And she's like more talented overall. Ooh. <laughs> Man, if I could turn back time, Ooh. I would not have brought that up because now my feelings are hurt. So um, why do you, you like this first. movie? Why wouldn't I? I don't dislike it. I'm just curious why you like it so much I and think, why you watched it for your birthday. I think so. it is an incredibly well-written, well-directed, well acted by the humans and the animals mm-hmm. and i think it's it was ahead of its time i think it was better than the first movie and i think it's criminally overlooked i think it's a it's something special and a lot of people just aren't aware of it you're serious yeah okay what do you think i'm joking no no i what 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 did you think was so well written about it i because I, I i didn't not like it it's one mm-hmm. of those movies that's still settling in with my brain sure but it was just like it was just so weird. I think that's why I liked it. I love weird movies. But like, I don't know, like why make such a weird movie after the first one? That's probably why I liked it because it upended expectations so much. You're expecting just another like slow paced kind of farm movie with cute talking animals and they really take a wild left turn and go into some crazy shit that you would never expect. It reminded me of that movie Brain Dead or Dead Alive. Dead also, Alive. it's... um. Peter Jackson. Oh, okay. It's the zombie movie. Yeah. It reminded me of that a little bit. It's just so also weird. Also, it's directed by the Mad Max guy, like you were saying, so there's definitely touches Same guy? of that. No, no, no. Different. Peter Jackson and George Miller. Oh, I thought you meant, I thought you meant uh, George Miller directed that, that a lot. No, no, no. Peter Jackson did. Yes, the yes, Lord of the Rings right. guy. I, it's just so 
bizarre. It's such a weird movie, and I can explain what I mean by well written when we go into it. But it's it, it's like lighter Tim Burton. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't, but but I think there are there are more fucked up parts in this movie than in a lot of Tim Burton movies. This movie was very weird. Yeah, just and, overall, I I I cannot stress enough. <laughs> That I just thought it was weird. <laughs> uh, that's another reason why I like showing it to people because it is so. It's just you just there's there's not much like it. Uh, even not even it's not like the first Babe at all. No. Um, the only thing I would say that's similar is there's talking animals in it. I don't remember this. I I know I've seen it at some point right. in my life, but I don't remember. And I feel it. like everyone was aware of it or have seen it, but no one's I has really seen it as an adult where it really like can sink into what the fuck is going on in this movie. Gene Siskel said it was the movie of the year. Yeah. Even though everybody else hated it. It's it got bad reviews coming out because I think people expected Babe 2 and they didn't get Babe 2. Sure, I would have expected um, Babe 2. But though. I think outside of the Babe franchise, it is just a well-made movie on its own and it's gotten a bit of a cult status. I know there's a th- movie theater here. Um Is it Music Box? Yeah, the Music Box. They played it in like 70 millimeter. <laughs> really? Yeah, like a like a really like rare cut of the movie. Um, that's weird okay well let's jump into it i guess i'm gonna let you uh lead the way on this oh yeah i mostly because i well a you love it but b i don't really know what i saw Uh, i mean i'll go through stuff and i want to hear your reactions to it because there's some weird stuff i would say uh, we're gonna go into spoilers here but if you haven't seen babe pig in the city and you you think what we've talked about so far sounds interesting watch it watch it it's worth 90 minutes of your time because we're about to go into spoiler territory but uh it's it's just truly something else um i i yeah that's another reason that's why i think i like it there's just nothing really much else like it (laughs) it's very weird it's i I don't i can't think of any other word for it yeah it's 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 one of the weirdest movies i've ever seen (laughs) not quite how so weird but almost no it's it's on its own level it's on its own area of weird for sure it's, it's like fantasy because Hausu, i think tried to be weird and, and weird and creepy it's like weird dark fantasy oh, not horror but like just ah go ahead it's, you... it's hard to explain. so the first basically the first scene of the movie is the the well scene um well right before, well, before that they're coming back celebrating yes the, yes uh, right the first big the scene but the first big scene is the right after the first movie they are celebrating the events singing of the first a song movie. that gets stuck in my head the la na na yeah that song's been stuck in my head for probably 20 years it's a great song it's that's in the first movie years. correct yeah yeah okay that's the like the um james not james theme what's the guy james cromwell oh yes uh the farmer sings it oh, okay um, like it's like how he tells baby loves him and it's like Aww, but then crazy. also the the mice sing it and it's very catchy yes. and i've listened to it on loop on youtube really oh <laughs> that's yeah. cute it's just catchy because it's one of those things it is very like, catchy you got to get it out of your head so you got to listen right. to it <laughs> yeah. i just want to see the circumstance in which you sit and listen to that on loop is that at work yeah okay i'm probably gonna listen to it on the way home so like I would say there are definitely some problems with the script, um, especially towards the end of the movie. Um, but I think overall, especially the narration of the movie, I think is extremely well written and definitely not for children. The like narrator is incredibly verbose and like uses a lot of fairly complicated words and like you know has has. Uh, pretty intense thoughts did you need help with some of the vocabulary but 
No, but like, just watch, like, read the sentences that the you know the narrator is saying, and see, like, kids in a movie theater would never ever understand this shit. movie is not for children. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Very much not. So you start the after the celebration scene. There's a like the narrator says something along the lines of, and Babe will finally learn the meaning of the words "if only," and they go through this whole thing of the the farmer's trying to lower a motor into the well. So the the farmer's on the bottom of the well, and the pig is at the top, and he's trying to help him. And he goes, "If only the pig didn't try to help, and if only the rocks weren't loose and fall onto the." the the bottom of the well and if only the pig didn't jump onto the motor and the weight exceeded the farmer and then like the farmer gets pulled up and jams his hands and falls back down into the well and uh like lets go of the rope and the 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 wood and the wood like just conks him on the head yeah and you were like did he die (laughs) could have died multiple times in this movie you can ask the question did they die yes which i was not (laughs) expecting no, and most of them are referring to animals. Most. Uh, yes, but uh, he does not die. He's just basically in a body cast, right? Yeah, a very Mad Max body cast. <laughs> what makes what makes it a Mad Max body cast? Because it's like weird. It's like steampunk. <laughs> sure. It's like a steampunk, like well, not necessarily the, the cast part, but like his braces and stuff. The whole, the whole like vibe of the farm is like a uh, retro steampunk, where it's like mm-hmm. you know, like uh, what do you, what would you even call it? Like rustic steampunk. <laughs> sure, steam rust. Rust punk. Rust punk. Rust punk's pretty good. Rustic punk tick Rustic punk I don't know. And so, since uh, the farmer is in a full body cast and can't do shit, um, the wife has to run. Did she have a big part in the first movie? Do you remember that? I don't recall. Um, I don't think she... I can't... She was in it. Yes, she was. But she is basically this, one of the starring roles in this movie. Yeah. And she, I think she's great. Yeah, she's wonderful. Um, I like and her. Yeah, so she has to run the farm and... Could be, have easily been over the top and annoying. Agreed. That Just that, that character type in general. Agreed. She was great. Um, but she has to run the farm and she misses the, like a notice from the bank... And forgets to pay the bills because there's so much mail coming in from, Mm -hmm. like, the popularity of the pig. Right, because they want him to do shows. Yes. And so she misses the bank stuff, and there's, like, this scene where these two men are, like, ominously approaching in the distance. And, like, uh, thunderclouds start showing up (laughs) above. And it's, like, this whole monologue about two men with soulless eyes and holes for hearts could only have come from one place. The The bank. bank. So at this point, were you prepared at how to how weird the movie was would be or is it fairly like there's two fairly intense scenes so far which is that well scene and the bank scene you know i didn't think the bank scene was that intense i like the way they introduced them with no that was cool but i didn't like i didn't i I didn't think it was gonna be this weird (laughs) i just thought they were like oh let's go to the city and make money right like that's what i thought it was gonna be so the plan is she like opens one of the envelopes and is like oh a generous appearance fee we can save the farm by going to this thing yeah but they have to fly like halfway around the world you also don't really know where they are no i think that's the point sure sure. they show the big city in a couple shots and it's every yeah big landmark in every towers the golden gate bridge yeah twin towers golden gate bridge the hollywood sign christ the redeemer the eiffel tower everything i like it um and so this whole thing uh, so the duck is i think a big fan favorite of the first movie right Mm. he was like the comic relief sure so he follows the pig uh in the airplane and you thought the duck was gonna die here i thought the duck (laughs) was gonna get sucked into the engine (laughs) because he is like flying alongside the plane yeah like 
At like probably 80 miles an hour. <laughs> he's a pretty, if not more. He's a pretty good flyer. Oh, he's alive. Uh, definitely not anymore. This was filmed in 1998. All of those animals are dead. Yep. Maybe not some of the... Monkeys? Uh, yeah, the, the primates. Can they live? How long can they live? Some of them would be pretty old. Yeah. Yeah. There's younger primates in the movie, so they're probably... They might be still alive. They're probably fine. <laughs> yeah, let's not think about it. Yeah. Just brush patch it. Yeah, brush, but brush. everyone else is dead. Um, so we can blame all of the problems of this movie on one character. Do you know who that is, Steve? Babe? No, uh, this fucking beagle. The oh, drug, the drug dog. dog. Yes. Yeah. You, you want to explain this scene? I think it's funny. I guess. Uh, so <laughs> I guess. they get to the land at the layover airport, mm-hmm. and uh, Babe gets like you know shot out into the like cargo hold where they're yeah. like I don't know because he's under the plane. And then you were laughing at that when he was under the plane because he was, like, singing to himself. Yeah, I thought it was cute. <laughs> it was funny. Uh, but then, like, the drug dog is, like, sniffing things out. He's like, what kind of dog are you to the pig? Mm-hmm. The pig's like, I'm not a dog. I'm a pig. <laughs> can you do the voice? I'm not I'm not a dog. I'm a pig. No, I, I don't think I can do that. But okay, cool. the uh, – <laughs> um, I, I don't really – the dog just was like, oh, if I sniff and bark, then I get treats. Yeah, right. And he's talking, he's like, what's your job? He's like, well, you know, I go around and I sniff stuff, all, sniff stuff all day, and if I smell the right smell, I go crazy, and the humans give me big rewards. And he goes, really? And he goes, yeah, watch this, and starts barking. Ruff, 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 yep. And then they think the pig is smuggling drugs <laughs> yeah. in its butt. Or filled with drugs. In its right? pig butt. Because she gets called into C- TSA. Yeah, or whatever it is in this. What, what, would it have been TSA back then? D- no, because they didn't exist. D- the Drug Enforcement Agency. Oh, sure. Yeah, they, they get D- called D- to the back room, yeah. and there's, like, x-rays of the pig. Yeah. And it's, like, fairly terrifying where he's, like, you know, step into the back room and remove your clothes. To the lady. Yeah. Not to the pig. Right. right. The pig has already has removed all its clothes. All right. All those, the pig clothes that it was wearing. Yes. What was what color? What what was the what was the clothes that pig was wearing? Overalls, straw hat, mm-hmm. thing in the mouth, <laughs> and what thing in the mouth? Like we we right. dress. <laughs> okay, good. Yep. I was making sure mm-hmm. that you were paying attention. Yeah, he's pretty and pinked. <laughs> God damn it! Uh. <laughs> um, I wrote down pig stranger. Oh right. So um, obviously they found no drugs on her. Um, the, the woman, the the. The mother of the farm, mm-hmm. the matriarch, if you sure, will. Sure, I will. The pig triarch. And she's know. trying to find a hotel to stay because uh, they missed their flight moving forward and their flight back isn't for a few days, so they're kind of stranded. In the city. Yes, the big city, rather. The pig city, I believe, is uh, They did say the pigs, babe, pig in the pig city. Mm-hmm. And uh, they are trying to find a place that can keep uh, not an animal, but rather a pig, right? I think that's the problem. Yes, because places hotels take so. dogs, and he's and there's times where she was on the phone where she's like, he's more of a dog, you know. Yeah, but I guess also in the canon of the story, there were a lot of dogs at this, this hotel. Yeah, so maybe they didn't. What do you mean? Like maybe hotels didn't take dogs. Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, but now nowadays hotels take dogs, right? Yeah, you usually just have to pay for them. Just like the hit movie Hotel for Dogs. Is that a movie? Oh, right. I feel like we've talked about this. Before. <laughs> have we? Yeah, is that the what's his face made it the guy Wes Anderson? No, that's that's uh, oh, Dog Island or something. <laughs> Isle of Dogs, oh, same thing. But it, no, because Isle of Dogs is a very clever title. So it's Dog Island. No, say Isle Isle of Dogs. 
Isle of Dogs. Faster. Faster. No, you no, know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. <laughs> it's I Love Dogs. I Love Dogs. Oh. Okay. See? It's a little clever. No, now say Dog Island really fast. Dog, I hate dogs. Why? Island. Jesus. What? That's mean. Why'd you make me say I hate dogs? I just wanted the world to know. You, this whole podcast has been just a preface to try to get me to say that. Yep. I gotcha. <laughs> oh, gotcha. my God. All the walls are falling down. Yeah. How long has this been going on? 80 <laughs> years? Ever. Ever. <laughs> Ever. Ever. Um, well, and then the, a stranger at the airport, she's like trying to pretend oh. the pig is a baby. And then the stranger goes up to her and is like, uh, hey, I have a place you can go. Well, no, no, no. Firstly, a, a security guard came up to her that right. I am convinced is the guy who's the voice of Agent 47 in the Hitman video games. Because you said it sounded like him, and then the picture looked like him, but he's not credited. I, I think he might have just been uncredited. Hmm. It like, sounded he, just like him. He had a speaking role. Usually they're credited. Yeah. We could have just watched the eight-minute credits and figured it out. Oh, maybe we should have. Let's get back to it. Oh, okay. Boop, 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 boop. That's us watching. And we're right. And we're, and we're uh, right. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know. It wasn't in. His, I looked up his credits, and I didn't see Bay Pig. Okay, City. maybe it's uh, buried in there. I don't know. I don't know either. But uh, it, it's this was kind of an odd thing where he's like, you know, uh, the the stranger. She studied the stranger's face and wondered why he would ever, you know, uh, help her out like that. And he walks away, and he has like a pig nose. Yeah, sort of like a Mad Max disfigured man. Oh sure, everything's Mad Max. Mm-hmm. He has made three. He had made three of them up to this point. Uh, Mad Max, right? Mad Max Two, Mad Max Thunderdome, Beyond Thunderdome, Beyond Thunderdome. Uh-huh. and Mad Max. The third one, I can't remember the the subtitle. Yeah, I don't know. Well, you blew it. I did. Um, so she goes to this hotel, and she's originally like pushed away, but then is like taken around back, and is like, "Of course, you can come in." Yeah. And this woman runs this fairly animal hotel. yeah an animal hotel. Uh, and it's a crazy large set. Like, Very big. They basically, the set was an entire neighborhood with like a, like Venice style um, canals. canals with water in them. Yeah. Looked pretty cool. Remember we did that whole bit about doing, going canal? Yes, from our Vegas Las Vegas episode. episode. Yeah. You kept saying canal like it was anal. Yeah. And, um, do, you want to, do you want to ride canal? <laughs> this weird accent <laughs> that I can't place. <laughs> I don't know. It's the gondolier. <laughs> right. Oh, the gondolier is saying you want canal. Yeah, right. You want canal? Yeah. Well, Five bucks for canal. There was some canal in this, and... show, this movie, too. There are lots of canal. <laughs> There's tons of it. Uh, and then we get uh, the star of the movie, Mickey Rooney. Yeah, yes. do you remember his character's name? Fugly. Uncle Fugly. Uncle Fugly. <laughs> which is like kind of hilarious. Yeah. What what was his character like? He was like a mute clown. Yes. Um That's that's all I got. He was very Mad Maxy too. He well, he had a show, right? Mhm. What was his show? It was a clown show with monkeys <laughs> at a children's hospital. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, he had like he had, he had like, like this show that he took around. And... I feel like I just made that up. It sounds <laughs> no, like I made that up. It did sound oh, like Mad A children's hospital. Yeah. Um, and then the really Fugly. Fast, a really fast Mad Lib. And Mickey Rooney <laughs> as a celebrity. <laughs> okay. We have Mickey Rooney in the children's Hosp- hospital, hospital as a clown. With monkeys. With monkeys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that absolutely is a Mad Lib. Yeah. That's funny. Maybe that's how he wrote this movie. Yeah. Um, I mean, I probably... <laughs> so 
he uh, takes uh, the monkeys and Mickey Rooney steal the pig because they see bacon in their eyes. See bacon in their eyes and the potential for entertainment. It's true. And what was the entertainment at the children's hospital? Yeah, it was just like a clown show. It was just a weird clown show. And they use the pig as like a prop uh, for like a head on a platter type thing at like a restaurant. Yep. And then they start a fire. Well, Babe starts a fire. Well, Babe indirectly started a fire. Yes. So he like lights a match to like, you know, have a, like a fun little game with the cannon. Uh, this is the with crowning. a cannon towards the audience and mm-hmm. back and forth and it's like, "Uh, uh, uh." And then Babe walks out to ask about how he can get paid and the, <laughs> the clown and the clown trips over Babe and falls and the match he used or the like lighter he used starts the whole set on fire. Yep. And then the sprinklers come on and then No uh, cancer children are are killed. That's correct that's because the sprinklers are spraying holy water and jesus's tears are the answer to everything is that is that how a children's hospital works does everyone i've been to how do how can you verify this have you started fires at all the children's hospitals you've went to yeah to test that if there's a holy water well only ones that have had holy water sprinkler systems installed by yours truly are so you install the sprinklers yeah it's called um you what and you also start the fires yeah it's i mean it's i gotta make sure my stuff works are, are you contracted to start fires uh no but i'm contracted to put them out with holy water uh and <laughs> the name of my business is uh jesus christ sprinkler star <laughs> okay yeah it's pretty good yeah and then in parentheses pyro <laughs> what also a pyro because you start fires yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> it's an interesting business proposition. Again, you seem to be throwing new businesses at me every episode. And, uh, I, to I, various I treat, degrees of I success. treat these like Shark Tank. Oh, I Shark Tank! I couldn't say that for some reason. Like Shark Tank. <laughs> you added an ed. <laughs> just take off the ed. Maybe that <laughs> you made the word more complicated. <laughs> Maybe that's why I don't do well on the show. I'm on the wrong show. <laughs> because you can't speak. Yeah, Shark Tank. <laughs> Sir, could you? We just want to get it again one more time. Can you just not say ed at the end of the word? Welcome to Shark Tank. No, you're not the host. You're on. The, just say I'm so glad to be on Shark Tank. I'm so glad to be Shark Tanked. Okay, if you can say Shark correctly then i can just shark. cut off the final part of your line in editing and just have you be shark tank shark tanked there you go we'll <laughs> fix it in post okay <laughs> uh so what a weird bit <laughs> um what send I, it to george miller we got the cat choir it takes a little uh <laughs> keep, i think this is that's why you audibly said this movie is weird yeah the cat choir was very bizarre uh, where they're like walking by the rooms and all these characters are introduced. You got uh, Flea Lick, Nigel, and um, uh, uh, David. No, because <laughs> Nigel is the, the Al. No, because he said his name every time. Yeah, uh, Nigel. There's like a a small dog, a medium dog, and a large dog. The large dog basically only responds when he's talked to. Yes, and he's um, a very large boy. Yes, very droopy face too. Mm-hmm. Um. And then we got Flea Lick. Uh, uh, you seem to like Flea Lick, Steve. Oh, yeah. I like a little good little wheelchair dog. <laughs> uh, don't, so, don't you? what? Don't you? Of course. It's, yeah, the, the back two legs are in a wheelchair. And he's, what would you, what kind of dog would you say he is? Kind of like a Jack Russell. Yeah, he's, he's, he's very good, though. You can tell. Nigel and Snoop. Snoop? Maybe. The sniffer dog? No, Fly Rex. No, Rex is Hugo Weaving. Yeah. Uh, Snoop was a uh, Snoop was the beagle in the airport. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay, <laughs> it's fine. That's okay. Um, so Mickey Rooney's hospitalized here. 
um, basically right after the accident. Yeah. Does he die? Yep. Oh. Because she says later he's on his deathbed, and then she goes, I'm so sorry. Oh, but that doesn't mean he died. She, I mean, she's at the... She It was her uncle. She came back to the hotel and left the city, you know? He's dead. Yeah, at the end of the movie, she leaves the city and, like, is back at the farm. Yeah, but maybe she just can't face death. Okay, so she just leaves him in the hospital and yeah. he's, still, he's still dying? Yeah. Okay, that's fair. This is the legend of Fugly and the Landlady. The legend? Yeah. Are you still looking up something? I'm just trying to find that other dog's name. It's really bothering me. Nigel. Because he keeps he says, isn't that right, blank? And he goes, that's right, Nigel, yeah, or whatever. It's, it's, uh, this, isn't a, this isn't a very good <laughs> podcast. No, it's great. Podcast. Did you um, did you get any good IMDb trivia? Not really. No. The, well, the one piece I think you would enjoy okay. is that um, there's a pink-haired poodle. Yes. Uh, who's voiced by Russie Taylor, mm-hmm. recently passed away, who's also Martin Simpsons, Prince. Simpsons, yeah. Um, God, just a million people in The Simpsons. Yeah. Uh, and just a million, but also Minnie Mouse. Oh, cool. I didn't famously. know that. Yeah, she's Minnie Mouse in quite a, quite a few things. And um, I'm surprised you didn't know that. Because mm-hmm. uh, so I, I think she's it in Kingdom Hearts. Oh, wow. And uh, the pelican who, who ends up carrying Ferdinand to the city. Yes. And, and Ferdinand's funny little scam of, oh, I can't fly too far. <laughs> yeah. uh, the pelican is Pete. Uh, oh, okay. What's his yeah. name? I don't know in real life. But the Pete guy, from the, like, the like Goofy, Goofy movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Hey, hey the Goofy. It's me, Pete. Yeah. <laughs> you said, wait, Time what? to go. Sound more like Scooby-Doo. <laughs> 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 Hello, Ruby. <laughs> um... So, oh, as you said, Ferdinand finally makes it to the city. He, he scams the pelican into carrying him in his <laughs> mouth. <laughs> There's a great shot of the pel- of a pelican, like, w- with the little a duck's head, like, sticking yeah. out of his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, I hope you get your wing fixed. He's like, yeah, yeah, sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll be good for this distance. Not, not longer distances. Okay, bye. <laughs> and then he lands right, right in a gun club. Yeah, that was weird. It was like what you would the say, Metropolis say gun like club. ten to fifteen people all holding different types of guns and just shooting, shooting. <laughs> at the at the duck <laughs> who flies away unscathed somehow. Um, so then here is uh, <laughs> was, I would say one of the biggest set pieces of the movie, which is the chase sequence. Um, so now that uh, the woman left and Uncle Fugly left. There's no humans at the... Oh, we missed... We skipped past the wife going into the city and mm-hmm. trying Getting to find arrested. the pig. Um, I haven't... I didn't notice this for uh, until a couple watches ago because I've seen this movie so many times. But she's run, walking through the streets and going, Pig! 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 And, uh, like, point... Like, kind of says it towards the cops and the cops get really offended. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, she's calling them pigs! Yes. I even yes, realized yes. that. Yes. That's funny. But uh, there's a big series of events, and she ends up like ruining um, everyone's day on the pier, and then a big thing of poster glue falls over her, and she gets arrested. So she's not coming back for a while. Right. What I liked about this part of the movie is like this whole movie like fucks with your sense of time. Mm. In that, like, like you said, like the, the farm is real rustic and old school, and they're like just installing water, but then like. The, the guys who like the punks who like try to rob the lady are like, you know, nose rings and leather yeah. heads, like very Mad Max. Sure. Like, really. Um, it's just all over the place. It really is. There's there's so many it settings. All felt, it all felt right. Yeah, it did. It it, it 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 blended together in a way that didn't blend together, if that makes sense. It does make sense. And uh, 
So she's gone and the Uncle Fugly's gone and the woman who owns the hotel is gone because she's at the hospital with Uncle Fugly. So there's no humans in the hotel. So they're trying to find food. And this is where a majority, it's a good, I would say, 40 minutes, 45 minutes of the movie where there's just no humans at all. That's a good point. And I just, I'll take, I guess it's a good time to talk about the animal acting, so to speak, Mm -hmm. which was very well done. I agree. <laughs> like, really well done. Specifically from, I think, the monkeys and the pig. Yeah, both the did fantastic. Was great. Yes. Like, really, like, dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> like, do you think they just filmed a ton and were like, oh, that's a good reaction. Use it here. I, they must have just a... Yeah, they just must have a ton of, uh, like, animal like handlers. this like, pre-CG. I mean, yeah. pre, like, full CGI. Right. And there's 90s. some really good effects in the movie, too. Yeah. Like, specifically the... Uh, uh, pelicans i noticed were like yeah that was all special effects and it looked really good um they did a lot of like robot animals you could kind of tell when it was the pig robot um but otherwise everything else looked pretty good um and then the the thing that i still think a lot of movies get wrong and piss me off is the mouth movement of the animals when they talk like like in karate dog you and, and what i mean by that is you know that karate dog does it did it did the terribly best. and oh yes the best sorry yes. that's what i meant <laughs> but like even nowadays there are still movies that fuck that up and it looks yeah. weird in uncanny valley i hate it it D- did it bother you in this movie? Did you even no, notice it? I didn't it? notice it. Exactly. Yeah, it was really well done. That's it was point. like really well done. Yeah. And it's from 1998. That's great. <laughs> no, <laughs> That's I'm just great. saying like they, they they really did a great. I did. Yeah. I thought about that a few times too to the point that I was like, are these real animals? Like, yeah. Who, who know how to talk? They were <laughs> They are. Yeah. Oh. That's well, why well, that's why this movie's so swept under the rug because they don't want the government doesn't yeah, want. Yeah, big deep big, state doesn't big want animal that. doesn't want you to um, big talking animals to find out that the animals can uh, pontificate. So yes, now we get to the chase sequence. The monkeys try to steal some food from a grocery store and they bring the pig with them and the pig's like, "I can help." They're like, "No, you can't." He's like, "Yeah, I'm a, sh- a sheep dog." He's like, "Oh, okay. Sheep I have some pig. sheep." Sorry, what? Sheep, sheep pig. pig. Because he's not a dog. It's literally the whole <laughs> entire plot point, point of Babe One, and uh, so they're like, "Oh yeah, we got some dogs you can herd, uh, oh, or sheep, sheep you can herd." Yeah, and they're they're dog they're dogs. It's a mean pit dogs. bull and a Doberman Pinscher. I think that was really a pit bull. It was like a that was for sure a pit bull. It was like one of those long boxy face dogs that they called Didn't a pit bull. He, did they? I think it's like a bull terrier. Okay, but they did call it a pit bull. Okay, he definitely had the build of a pit bull. Oh yeah, he was a real meaty boy, but he had the long <laughs> face. Okay, and pit bulls have shorter faces. They have like more teddy bear face. Okay, I'll I'll trust you. I don't. So then it starts the whole chase sequence where the dogs are in like the uh, the pound like the alleyway, and they start chasing around this giant set with like water in the middle. Yeah, and they're like chained together for a while, and eventually the chain breaks. But it's like kind of it's like intense. It's really intense and fairly impressive considering that they had. for a part of it, two dogs chained to each other, chasing mm-hmm. a pig. And then once one of the dogs gets unchained and the other one still has a chain like following behind him the whole time. Yeah. And then at one point picks up a lawnmower, like a old school lawnmower mm-hmm. and gets caught there and it starts chasing him. It's like, holy shit. There's a lot going on. And I don't, there were two dogs. I don't really know what happened to the first one. Um, they get into the junkyard and they start like a junk avalanche and yeah. they're all falling. Like Mad Max. Yes. And uh, the dogs end up in the junk avalanche mm-hmm. and like it's all quiet and Babe walks up and is like, are you still there? 
and then the pit bull comes out and starts chasing him and then you see the uh the doberman pincher kind of mm. get up and he puts his paw up like it's hurt oh is that what he was doing yeah oh, i thought he was so, showing off his manicure <laughs> well he did have a great manicure at the same time so that might be why you're confused uh, a doberman manicure doberman doberman manicure doberman manicure yeah. yeah that's good that's okay uh, <laughs> oh, but anyway, the uh, the the white dog, the pit bull, mm-hmm. um, or whatever it is, chases Babe, and this is where I thought the narration was like, "Is Babe gonna die?" <laughs> mm. Yeah, there's like a like it, as she's like Babe, uh, you know, Babe was exhausted, um, or the pig was exhausted, and he turned to face his attacker, only like with his last breath to like you, you know only ask, ask a simple question. question yeah. He's like, "Why? Why?" And it's like in slow motion, and there's like like flashes of his life. Yeah, right and you're like, part. holy shit! And he turns I, around. I thought, I thought he was gonna die. Yeah, and then he turns around and goes, "Why?" And then the pit bull knocks like Babe into the him. water. Yeah, and then the pit bull jumps into the water after him. However, he's still stuck to the chain and that lawnmower. So yeah, so he's dangling by his neck from the. the it's like the neck, and then then the chain is wrapped around his body and his leg. So he's like his head is like hanging off, and his body's above him. And then the uh, lawnmower gets like caught, but like starts to give a little bit, mm-hmm. and so the body goes sl- lower and lower to the point where the dog the is slowly drowning. Bottom half of the dog is underwater, and the top, the top half, half is still a- sure. This head is underwater, <laughs> and his body is not correct, and it's fucking horrifying yeah because they just stare for a minute everybody because all the animals like all the junkyard animals and the hotel animals come out and like watch this happen yeah and like they're just gonna pretend like nothing's happening then the dog's like squirming and then stop squirming yep and then everyone walks away and it's like oh my god yeah and then you hear babe's little pig hoofs run into the water yep and then he pushes a boat and saves the guy's life yep he he canals him yep (laughs) Then that's how you that's how you that's how you perform good canal. <laughs> yes, this is the one instance of good canal. This is canine canal. Canal. Canine canal. Yes, that's right. Welcome to the canine canal. Oh, is this a different chapter of the canal institute? Well, this one is strictly for canines. Okay. Also, um, I like that uh, we had our Taco Bell and we took bites of everything. Um, and we, and we didn't finish some. everything. Well, I finished it. We you you loaded up a plate. With all the things that you didn't eat, you took it over to the couch where we watched the movie, and then took it back over here and haven't touched it. I at haven't all. touched it. You just want it with you. I just like it's. It's like my security blanket. <laughs> you cover yourself with tacos at night. I'm not gonna say no. Okay. Or do you have one giant tortilla? It's a giant tortilla yourself? that I sometimes nibble in my sleep. Okay, that's fair. So I that replace it good. every two to three days. Because well, that's why. That's why we have the oversized tortilla warmer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, for the winter. And to warm up your your blankets right over, in the overnight. winter night, right, yeah, right. correct. So yes, Babe saves the pit bull from drowning. Yeah, and the pit bull becomes a weird mafia boss. <laughs> well, he hasn't talked up until this point, right? And then he's like, "Hey, whatever the pig says goes." Yeah, and <laughs> and then he like makes sure like he's like everybody wants to eat. You gotta say thank you to the pig. <laughs> Everyone like waits in a line and gets a jelly bean at a time. Yeah, and he's silly. like, "Thank the pig." Yeah, thank yeah. you, pig. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> thank the pig. Also, he at this point, I just thought this was like a silly thing, and also just another like Mad Max moment of where my spiky collar. 
Oh I'd yeah, be honored if you would wear my spiky collar. He is, and then he has like a monologue about like I was bred my the the sh- mm. murder is over the heart of my shadow or something like that. Yeah. And it's like holy it's really shit. <laughs> um, and this one of my favorite lines in the movie is here, where all the like junkyard animals are wanting to come into the hotel, mm. and Babe of course lets them because the pit bull is threatening to kill anyone who doesn't obey Babe. babe. Mm. And there's a tiny little cat here and a uh, tiny little dog here. And the cat's like, my tummy hurts. <laughs> and then the dog says, my human tied me in a bag and throwed me in the water. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> They're all like, just like chipper about it. It's like adorable animals. Yeah. My tummy hurts. My human tied me in a bag and throwed me in the water. <laughs> oh. Jesus. Cool. <laughs> And then also the pink poodle is a prostitute. Yes, where she goes like, um, certain dogs have had their way with me. And they just use me and move on. Yeah. <laughs> kids movie, again. Kids just, movie. It's a fun, fun movie for kids. Um, so I would y- like to see the rated R version of this movie. Oh, yeah. it's. I want, I want a remake of Babe Big in the City. I would argue this should have been rated PG-13. I want Tom Hardy to voice Babe. <laughs> right? And then Cam- is, that, is it Cameron Diaz? Uh, Tom Hardy. Oh no, no, the um, Charlize Theron. Oh, to sure. Be Ferdinand. <laughs> really, the doc? I, well, I, there's like no, or maybe she should be the mom, like the farm mom. You think? You think Tom Hardy should be the the pig? He could be the pit bull. No, 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 no. In this oh, remake, excuse me. Tom no, no, Hardy's no. not the every man like like G. Willikers pig. Uh, Tom, could you imagine Tom Hardy as Babe in that spike collar? <laughs> But he has to like start out innocent and be badass towards the end. And Tom Hardy already looks badass. I just can. I just want this to happen. I I, I let's think recast Tom, Babe Pig in the City 2019. I think Tom Hardy can be in it, but I don't think he should be Babe. I think it, he should be the farmer. He should uh, be James Cromwell. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's actually kind of funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's good. Um, then Charlize Theron's the duck. Well, no, I mean in this, I guess she's the mom. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right. That works. And then the big... No, Charlie Stern's the hotel owner. Oh, like sure. quirky hotel owner. The big... Um, like I forget his name, but from Mad Max Fury Road, the like the big bad guy, uh-huh. who's also a bad guy in early Mad Max, different character, but right. same guy. Um, I think he is uh, probably the, the voice of the drug dog. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. The drug um, dog. Who plays Who plays Babe? I think is the important well, part. You already shot down my idea. I think I think your recast was better. Uh, the Tom Hardy, Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt, but Brad Pitt as his character from Snatch, <laughs> like uh, incomprehensible. Yeah, I'm city. Jesus, who's on? Who's Ferdinand, the funny friend? Um, um, let's keep Let's keep the guy. Uh, what's it called? Things going here, Guy Ritchie. Let's get Jason Statham. <laughs> Is Ferdinand. <laughs> That's pretty good, actually, because he's bald. <laughs> he'd also be just, I think he would be a funny duck. Does Jason Statham do, like, cartoons? Uh, I think he'd be a great cartoon He must guy. have. He must be in some sort of Do Jason cartoon. Statham as Ferdinand getting carried in the Pelican Mill. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh, I can't. I can't. <laughs> he was my old Jewish uncle for a second. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're trying to think of, like, British uh, quacky. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, you can carry me in your bill. Uh, my, sorry, my, uh, sorry, my, uh, my wings don't work so well. I, I want this movie. I want this movie so yeah. bad. Dear George Miller, who's obviously 
doing ch- crazy shit. Now he's like, uh, after Mad Max, I think he's making, he has to make another one. And I think so he people, is making another Mad yeah, Max. Yeah, because everyone fucking loved it. It got it nominated so for all the Oscars. I was exhausted after that movie. That's yes. my review of that movie. I was tired from were you, being like... <laughs> were you tired from this? But what? Well, just because it's at the end of the day. Oh, okay. <laughs> just because I passed my bedtime, I'm sleepy. But this almost almost had a Mad Max Fury Road quality to it in the pacing of mm-hmm. like it was just kind of nonstop. Yes, I wasn't exhausted in the same way because that was like nonstop action. This was just like nonstop. What the it's fuck? Paced really well because there's always something weird going on or something new happening. Yeah, all the like scenes broken up by the mice reading the title cards. Like yes. everything's just so. Um, so then this is where they sing, oh, the, the monkeys have their babies. Sorry, so the, the, the wife monkey was pregnant and gives birth here to two mm-hmm. babies who you said uh, when the cute baby showed up on screen, uh, <coughs> gross. <laughs> <laughs> they were, th- these were robot boys. Yes, they were. And they were not well done. They were, they were ugly cute. They were monkeys, little monkeys. Yeah, wh- whatever. I thought they were well done for 1998. They yeah, they were well done for 1998. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, but... Uh, uh, the pipple's like, uh, does does babe have any uh, words for the new babies of this the world? This was like the weirdest relationship. I oh think. yeah, <laughs> the just pitbull boss who's like now obsessed with babe for saving <laughs> his life, and then just like takes over the hotel. <laughs> yes, and then what is babe's reaction here when he he says, starts singing the, the good song? If I had words, I'd make a day. For you. And then everybody somehow knew the song. But, <laughs> la, 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 la. It's great. Uh, was I gonna say, this actually was a, a fun fact. I, I, this was the top trivia fact, okay. but we noticed this on our own, that Babe in the first one is voiced by Christine Cavanaugh, who is famously Chucky from the Rugrats, Dexter from Dexter's Lab, mm-hmm. a billion other things, who passed away in 2014 okay. from a uh, sudden aneurysm, I believe oh, it was. Yeah, real sad. But... Um, Babe in this movie was voiced by E.G. Daly, who was Tommy Pickles. So my, I think my main question is why? Don't know. That's weird because it's not like she's like a big star that they had to get. I also you know? feel like Babe didn't talk very much in this movie compared to the first one. No, he he, he did talk quite a few. Is it she or he? Babe. He? I think Babe the pig is a male. Okay. But I think, but but the voices are female. Right. Um, but I also don't know. That's odd. I'm wondering why. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Both did great jobs, though. Yeah. Um, uh, so they're all singing here, and then we get the goldfish, which is one of my favorite <laughs> parts. <laughs> I've never seen you laugh so hard. <laughs> you have, but... Well, yeah, this is this But is it's, there's just a great moment where... Uh, Everyone's like, la, 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 la. And then there's a goldfish who uh, is Thelonious. Was just introduced, is, like, yeah, Thelonious 20 is seconds prior. But he's singing along, too. But it's just the the fish doing its, like, bah, bah. But they make it look like... Uh, like he's singing along and he goes blah 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 <laughs> and it's also like Mac, they did a, 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 an excellent shot here of like the fishbowls taking up half the screen and it's also he, the fish is magnified because he's in a fishbowl <laughs> yeah. it's just it's very goofy it's very silly I thought that that was that deserved the, the laugh yes for sure <laughs> and then uh, we get sanctuaries and so like from the like the first movie they have the mice introduce mm-hmm. each like chapter yeah. This is where the pound is called because all the dogs and cats are singing here, but obviously to humans it just sounds like barking. Mm-hmm. And there's like this piece of shit neighbor who's trying to call the cops on the hotel. Who hates animals for some reason. Yeah, her Never name's explained. Hortense. 
She's just like a, a a stuffy. Like her first line is like, "There's something going on there. I know it." And her husband's off screen. And it's like Hortense, you'll miss the aria. Yeah, Hortense, and she's like, "Oh well, I never." Yeah, she's that. But what I, what I find that. interesting about this movie, like the humans in this movie, is mm-hmm. other than like the two main ladies and like the pigmen, like yeah. the and of course like the farmer. Um, the, there's like no explanation to their existence. The humans? Like the pound people and like the evil scientist lady head of the pound. They like, all are given, I'll, I'll agree with you here, they're, they're, they're given But you like, know what they are. Like, and yes. you know you're not supposed, like, you know you're supposed to hate them. But they're given like character moments without being characters. Does that make sense? No, yeah, exactly. And I think that's why they were good at it. Yeah, it's it's like just like they get one, like there's this like weird doctor lady who shows yeah. up to try to get him. Who like could have been a villain in her own movie, but she was just like, she has made, like a cameo in this. She has no lines, speaks. but she's given a very important moment and she plays it really well with no lines and you're like, oh wow. Yeah. No, the the humans were very good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was just like, like I've like noticed that too. Hortense and I never really... is like just a lady you never even see her body like no. you know what i mean like you just see her, her, her top half yeah and like the doctor was great and the the even like the security guard who was hitman agent 47 <laughs> hitman agent 47 <laughs> david something um maybe. yeah just every, every people were good yeah that's they're given not much screen time but they're uh they make, shine on what the they most do of it. so yeah the, the pound comes and takes everybody away um there's a point here where uh, Thelonious, who's the orangutan, mm-hmm. gets captured and drops the fishbowl, and the fish is like dying on the ground. And Babe's like, "Oh no, we need to find water!" and gets captured, yeah. and then breaks away somehow. Uh, the duck falls on the person and ah, lets it. Babe run away, and he picks up the fish in you his look mouth. Look away and... for a second; you miss a lot. <laughs> yeah, <movie>. right. <laughs> uh, you pick up the the mouth. picks up the fish the in the mouth, mouth, and all the mice are like, "Ew." <laughs> And then yeah. spits him into the water, like and, hilariously. Yes, <laughs> like 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 a gun, like yeah. shooting it so far. And, and then, then the fish goes, "Thank you, pig." Yeah, <laughs> fish is a good character <laughs> with three lines. Oh, Were you going to say? Uh, no, I'm going to say then. Um, uh, flea, 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 lick, lick. Yeah. So here's here's the one of the worst slash most dramatic scenes in the movie. Yeah. Um, you want to take it? Yeah. So Doctor Lady of of the Pound. Uh, gets in like the pound van. I, I don't know how Thelonious, not Thelonious, Fleelick escaped his cage. He, they're like grabbing him by his wheelchair, and the lady's like, uh, "Oh, she does have a line, I guess." She goes, "What am I going to do with this?" And like gives it back, and then uh, the, Fleelick's like biting him, so they just drop him on the. Ground. Oh, I missed that. So you look away for one second. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then he ended up like chasing after the lady and biting her skirt, and then the skirt gets caught in the door because it rips, and then he's in his little wheelchair, and then the car is driving away, and he's just like flying, like down the highway. Yeah, this like a was rainy highway. Legitimately, Mad Max. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. like Babe was on the front of another like semi truck playing a, a guitar, fi- a guitar shooting <laughs> fire. fire. Yeah, uh, shooting yeah. bacon strip. <laughs> These were my friends. <laughs> it's truly scary, though. This little dog in a wheelchair being dragged down a highway. And that was a moment was like, I hope that's a robot. It's like, absolutely, it had, of absolutely. course it had to be. But like, it, I didn't feel like it was. No, no, it looked <laughs> which is fucking realistic. Good, well done. And so they turn. The, well, well, I think Babe's like chasing back after him. He's like, "Flea lick, let go, let yeah, go, like, lick, let go, dude." Right, you idiot. <laughs> and so the 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 uh, truck turns on a highway, and like 
Flea looks like tossed from it and like flips and rolls. And then there's this insane shot of Flea like upside down with his wheelchair. Like there's one wheel slowly spinning and it slows down and then it stops. Yeah, like zooms in and stops. And you're like, I think this is where you're like, (laughs) what did you say? This is not good. (laughs) This is stupid. Uh, No, I I said this is stupid because I was like, Flea, Flea, like you idiot. Like don't. (laughs) He was an idiot. Right. Right. Very dramatic scene though. And then like they said to you. Yeah, a little sad. Yeah. Well, because the next part mm-hmm. where I was like, oh, did they kill Fleelick? Like, because there's a shot of. Because at this point, I wasn't like, I wouldn't have been surprised if they killed an yeah, animal. Exactly. Like, at all. And there's a shot of him, like, in a field. His, he's abandoned his wheelchair. He's running around and playing with butterflies and having a great time. He's <laughs> like, like in Lip Doggy Heaven. Yeah. And then, and then Babe brings him back. And yeah. And they like, kind of like flip him back up. He's like, whoa, all right, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. Flip me over. <laughs> yeah. Handled handled well i guess they like recovered well but for a second you're like they better not fucking kill this wheelchair dog what i mean they they may have you know what, I mean? <laughs> what, do, you, what do you mean like i'm Throwing saying it? i wouldn't have put it past them if they did yes no i agree right I, agree. And I, I wouldn't have been up like i would have been upset but like i would have been like okay it wouldn't have ruined the movie for no me. all bets are off normal. with this movie <laughs> god it's so weird so th- and this is where things get a little crazy um in my opinion, the, the the script goes a little bit off the rails here, um, but they stage a rescue to try to get all the dogs out of the pound, um, and uh, the wife gets off of the. Uh, um, uh, she's she, in court. Yeah, she's she in got court. Scot free because like the pig stranger's presumable brother is the judge, right? And the, well, it's a whole thing of like the stenographers, like his hands are almost on fire because she's talking <laughs> so fast. And he's like, never has the judge heard someone with, speak more clearly and with more conviction. And so clearly and also he pig- had a soft spot because he grew up on a farm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they that. showed the guy with the pig nose again. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> Which again, great character moment. Of yeah. This, this guy who said nothing. Yeah, exactly. He just kind of smiles. Yeah. And he does say case dismissed here. Mm. But uh, she gets out. So Babe now learns how to use his nose like a dog, um, sniffing and following scents, and that's how he tracks down the Quoting animal. Snoop, the, right. the drug dog. For the old factory instrument. That we're supposed to appreciate. <laughs> Which we did. I guess I don't we know. did. Um, but there's a great moment, because we had the subtitles on, where uh, Babe shows up to rescue everyone. <laughs> and there's, like, one dog who, like, has never spoken before, but you can hear its line. He goes... Uh, he goes, hot diggity doggy do. <laughs> like, who the hell is that? He's <laughs> never given any lines before. And never any since. No. Um, so they break everybody out, and there's this kind of sad moment. Steve's poking his burrito. <laughs> uh, it's not a euphemism. No, I'm, it's a Taco Bell. And it wouldn't be a burrito, it'd be like a taquito. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just can. Go, go on with the plot, please. Um, there's a really sad moment here where they are like all trying to get out, and they have to wait for Thelonious because he's dress dressing himself. Yeah, where like all the other monkeys are naked, and, and they're like Thelonious, let's go. He goes, I'm not dressed. He has very dramatic moments in this mm. movie too. Yeah, um, but he's you know devastated by the loss of Mickey Rooney, who was like his. They call him himself in the movie, mm, but he's also we don't know that he's dead. <laughs> you don't know that he's dead. Yeah, it's not unconfirmed. Um, well, I mean, in real life, he's dead. Mickey Rooney's way dead. Yeah. <laughs> so you can agree with that. That. So, he was like 90-something. Yeah. He, he, had a long, he had a long fucking life. Yeah. 
but the animals are, are going through the hospital another good uh, moment of subtitles where there's the kid in the hospital like children's hospital watching the animals go by say four <laughs> legs two legs dog he goes this is a dog <laughs> <laughs> this is a pig yeah. It's like yeah yeah, yeah, dude. yeah dude it was just weird yes <laughs> And then the final scene, or the final like big set piece, rather, um, is uh, every the animals are shown up to this like benefit, and um, the hotel owner and the pig owner are like trying to rescue all the animals. Why was the vet pound whatever clinic linked to this ballroom? I don't know. I think it was like a big, big building, and they were on the oh. elevator, so it was multiple floors oh. of different things. Okay, because it was all because it was the hospital and this charity ball and the thing, like right. a big municipal. Okay, I'll, I'll give yeah, you that. I think that's kind of the the joke of the movie is everything's in one. You know, mm. the, you know, all the cities were in one. Sure, sure. But uh, so yeah, they show up to this big like charity event, and then the, they try to get the animals back, and the animals all scatter, and then they start chasing the animals around the room, and uh, the the woman, the the farmer. Um, got all her clothes ruined so she had to wear the clown's clothes mm-hmm. and so she's like all like bouncing around like a clown and so the, this is where things get a little odd <laughs> very zany yeah it's like it was like silly thunderdome yeah this over-the-top chef like grabs a pig he's like i am going to cook him up <laughs> it was french arnold schwarzenegger <laughs> yes yes i am going to uh <laughs> terminate this pig <laughs> and put him into a kindergarten <laughs> well i'll eat him <laughs> I hope that movie isn't a kindergarten flop. (laughs) Get in the hogger. God, we do too much. So much Arnold Schwarzenegger. So she ties herself to like the chandelier. Yeah. And she starts like bouncing up from like the second floor. Silly Thunderdome. Yeah, like bouncing up and down, like swinging back and forth and trying to get her pig back. And I just didn't understand why the chef wanted the pig. I like, I guess I understand that it was food, but like, it's just like weird. I mean, this whole movie is weird, but this just seemed everything. This is is going to sound weird. That seemed out of place in this movie. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) I agree. Every scene so far had like real stakes and like, um, even though it was like silly at times, like Mm -hmm. there was always like a really serious undertone of like shit could really go wrong. Yeah. Um, And then this This one. was too silly. It was. It was really wacky. And like the suit gets like this like tag pulled off of it and like balloons into like this big pink ball. Which is foreshadowed at the beginning of the movie. Is it? By her being on the plane and inflating her life vest. Is that foreshadowing? Yeah. Okay. Because everyone looks at her. <laughs> okay. And everyone looks at her at the end, too. Yep. And she's, she's inflated. looks at her twice. And it saves her life. It's a life, <laughs> life preserver. So, yeah. And then, like, three other people join in. So there's, like, five people, like, swinging around this room. And even though it was out of place, I thought it was well done. Like, the stunts were really cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was... It was like I think the end was like, all right, we have to make this a little more kid friendly. <laughs> Maybe, except I, I don't, I don't for know. the end where they pull balloons and like everyone's like, oh, it's all done, and then the monkeys realize that they were on the chandelier and the chandelier fell, and then they realize there's still a baby monkey hanging from like the the cords up yeah, top. I thought he was gonna die. The baby monkey. I kind of thought he was gonna get electrocuted. Yeah, and so he falls, and then pig the pig's like Thelonious, look up, and Thelonious catches him. And then they were like, thank you, Thelonious. And he goes, thank the pig. 
And then the music swells. I thought you were saying something else. No. If I could turn back time. <laughs> another another share song. So then the it kind of wraps up here where they're like uh, Hortense gets fucked over. Thank God. Because the they, did they sell the hotel? Or they yeah. Just rent they rent it out for to become Dance a parties. disco. Yeah. Like a crazy hotel Loud. disco, which upsets Hortense, of course. Mm-hmm. But they use the money from the hotel to pay off the farm. Mm-hmm. And do you remember the hotel owner's name? They just call her the landlady. Oh, okay. The landlady comes and lives with them, including all the animals they met in the city. Yeah. Which uh, is... Uh, a lot of animals. Yes. Um, Fleelick found this farm life too <laughs> slow and took to chasing trucks so he's like <laughs> on a mud flap like being dragged by a truck again yeah and you're not it's funny this time yes yeah um and then the pit bull and the pink poodle have babies but the pink poodle leaves him <laughs> with <laughs> the kids but the kids all have like little pink mohawks and but, but they're, they're like baby pit bulls yeah. yeah they're very cute they're like but dad we don't want to be rough they are also dead dead <laughs> thank you for reminding everybody <laughs> yep Unless All the puppies in this movie are dead. Yep. <laughs> Just want to make sure everyone knows that. My name's Steve. He's right. You if you don't come to me for good puppy news from old movies, come for me for bad puppy news. I'll just remind you. About Ask me about movies. any old movie with a puppy. What about horses? It depends on the Everybody. movie. Everybody. Dead. All dead. Air dead. Uh, air dead? Air dead. Beverly Hills Chihuahua. Dead. Show dogs. Dead. Uh, karate dead. dog. Oh, uh, dead. Real dead. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. Yeah. Well, oh, I know. I just want confirmation in the he, graves and the bodies. Oh, you, I, you, you want to co- what, consecrate their graves and bodies? No. What? what? I want to concentrate on their graves and bodies. Oh, okay, we should do a little. Uh, that would be a good episode. What? Find dog graves. <laughs> <laughs> no, it will not. Pet, pet cemeteries. I disagree with famous, the, famous, pet cemetery. We record from a pet cemetery. Famous pet cemeteries. Oh Jesus! See if we get like ghost voices in the back. <laughs> so that's that. Pretty much wraps it up. Um. The the Thelonious uh, falls in love with the wife or the wife because she looked like the clown, so he like calls the, her herself instead of himself. Oh, like and it kind of miss that. Yeah, that one's that one's more subtle running mm. gag. Uh, and then what's do you remember the, how it ends? Uh, the they fix the well mm-hmm. and the water comes out and James Cromwell says that'll do, pig. That'll, that'll do. do, and it zooms in on his nose. Yep, and that was a new movie. Yeah. Um. The uh, what, James Cromwell actually because of I think the first babe became like a major animal activist. Did he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's all. That's good. That's <laughs> yeah. great. Um, nah, he's like huge into that, and he seems like a like really cool guy. Actually. Yeah. For yeah. the for the amount of like In animal every movie he plays like the same exact fucking character, so I don't love him as an actor, but like I just love him as a human. So uh, like, he I had a fairly him. large part in Six Feet Under, which I watched. Oh, really? um, That he fucking killed it. Well was his character can you say it without spoiling too much of the show he was the lo- one of the love interests of the main mother of the series oh, and, okay. uh, yeah i can't really say much yeah. but usually he's just like southern senator yeah he, he was definitely I don't not like southern when he does that no <laughs> stop doing that james cromwell <laughs> save, save From the pigs. Me, steve i'm your agent again also all the animals in babe 2 are dead <laughs> just making sure you remember that babe 2 big in the tootie Big in the tootie. Big in the tootie. Pig in the tootie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, George Miller, better uh, name. Any other thoughts about about this crazy uh, little ride of a movie? I it's I liked it. I did yeah. like it, but I I think I had the same symptoms that everybody else did. I was expecting Babe Two. Right. This was not Babe Two. No. As very a standalone much. film, very weird. 
<laughs> 78 out of 100 goes. Oh, that's pretty high. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I fucking love it. And again, just you should watch it. If, if any of this sounded interesting to you, you should watch it. It's, it's worth it. Yes. It's 90 minutes. Um, speaking of 90 minutes, I give it a 90 out of 100 gubs. Wow. Yeah, I love it. Dude, I've seen this mo- movie a ton of times, and I show it to a lot of people. I just think no one, no one's ever seen it. Like, everyone, it's, it's current, like, zeitgeist, like, in the place in the zeitgeist is, it was the worst sequel to Babe. Um, and that's it. And it was not a good sequel to Babe. It is um, not a good sequel to Babe. No, it's not. <laughs> but it is a good movie. Would you? It's not a good sequel to Babe, but I think it's a better movie than Babe. I don't remember Babe enough. That's but fair. overall, probably. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, he's just a great writer and director in general. George yeah. Miller, I think his I name is. You look a little like Javier Bardem right now. Thank you. Like the murder one. That's what I was going for. Anton Chigrou. What? What? Uptown? You look like Anton Chigrou. Oh, thank you. Mm. <laughs> um, so I'm going to put these reviews up the Chrissy tube. Gross. You're not allowed to see it. Please I, close your eyes. I, you go right ahead. Okay, it's open. Send it up the Chrissy tube. It'll come out in like a day. Uh, what? Okay. What? No, I just I worry about you sometimes. I love me. <laughs> okay. If you have anything you want to send up my tubes, find uh-huh. us on Twitter and Instagram at ReviewUniversePC. Email us at TheReviewUniversePodcast at gmail.com. Find us at our website, www.TheReviewUniversePodcast.com. Find us at our call us at our phone number, 805-738-8763 or 805-REVIEW-POD. You can leave us a message. We'll play it on the air if you guys decide to for whatever the fucking reason. Um, rate and review us on iTunes and Spotify. And our art was done by Sterling Martin. Steve's trying to eat his Tostito that is Tostata. looks just worse and worse <laughs> with time. To, I was trying to distract you. Um, all right, I got next week's assignment here. Okay. You want me to go get it? No. Why? I, I just what are you hiding back there? Well, <laughs> nothing. What did you show back? Okay, I'm going to go check it's, what the fuck. It's, it's, it's what your, the it's, hell? It's your bowling ball that I, that I borrowed and forgot to give back to you and broke when I dropped it off the side of the building onto a harder bowling ball. Old roundy you've Old. been having here the whole time. Yeah, and I, I glued them back together, and you know how bowling ball holes kind of look like a face? I made it a sad face. This seems like a I just classic. Put a spe- I put a speech bubble out of the thumb hole that just says, ouchie, why? This seems like a classic episode of Steve's sitcom, Stevie Town. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, where you like Remember borrow I my started a podcast ball? without you? The Review Universe with Steve. Yeah. <laughs> it's an offshoot and yeah. it has two listeners as opposed to 20. <laughs> yes, and it's just my mom. Oh. On two accounts. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just making sure to double the double the thing. Hey. Double your pleasure, double your fun. Supportive from the always. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Uh, next week's assignment comes in the form of limerick. Everyone knows Chris likes squirrels, and Steve loves when those footballs are hurled. But we got those beat. You're in for a treat, as the Reviewniverse is going to Disney World. Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. What are we doing? Um, you'll find out. What? It's not important. What? No, it sounds. It's probably important. I have to. I have to. No, it's to... like it's like fucking flamingos or something. Oh. next week. It's nothing. Well, that's in, cool. It's you know, nothing they're, they're insane. In all, they're pink from all the shrimp they eat. Yeah, yeah, and they stand on one leg because. And then they... next week is sa- it's Pink Month. Salmon, I think, oh, is that's, after that's, that. That's delicious. I love salmon. Yeah, it'll, and then it'll, it'll will, be. Can we review Pink the the singer? 
Yes, Great. sure. And then uh, we can also see what happens when we mix various shades of red and white. Okay. Um, 50 shades of red and white. Yep. Uh, I will write that. I'm uh, glad you weren't listening. Um, it's nothing interesting. It won't okay. take up an entire month. Oh. Um, and well. what? What? Oh, oh. I didn't say. I said it won't take up an entire Oh, good, month. good, good, good. I thought you said it. It definitely will. It's like we're going to Disney or something. You, you're going to be so fucking mind blown, you idiot. Hmm. Can you hear me? What? Hey, Steve, is your microphone working? I don't know, Chris. Is my microphone working? Yes, because I can see it on the computer. And also, it's spooky month. Oh, no, it's no. over with my no. birthday now. Yeah. What were you going to say? I don't give a shit. About you? What? What? You don't give a shit about me? No, no, of course I do. I mean, I didn't this have... is before we recorded the episode, but something tells me that unlike the other two times... Where I've uh, given you gifts on air, uh, mm-hmm. you will have nothing for me. Is that true? You might I'm be just, right. I'm just making a prediction. You might be right. Ooh, but maybe not. Nope, you are. Oh, okay. 